This Sunday, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus, again in reply, spoke to them in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be likened to a king who gave a wedding feast for his son. He dispatched his servants to summon the invited guests to the feast, but they refused to come. A second time he sent other servants, saying, Tell those invited, Behold, I have prepared my banquet. My calves and fattened cattle are killed, and everything is ready. Come to the feast. Some ignored the invitation and went away, one to his farm, another to his business. The rest laid hold of his servants, mistreated them, and killed them. The king was enraged and sent his troops, destroyed those murderers, and burned their city. Then he said to his servants, The feast is ready, but those who were invited were not worthy to come. Go out, therefore, into the main roads, and invite to the feast whomever you find. The servants went out into the streets and gathered all they found, bad and good alike. And the hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to meet the guests, he saw a man there not dressed in a wedding garment. He said to him, My friend, how is it that you came in here without a wedding garment? But he was reduced to silence. Then the king said to his attendants, Bind his hands and feet, and cast him into the darkness outside, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Many are invited, but few are chosen. The Gospel of the Lord. We are used to getting together as a family on Sundays, to share a meal and to be together. And although the real sense of the Lord's Day has been recently lost, it is thanks to Christianity and thanks to our faith in Jesus' resurrection that Sunday is what it is, a day that we can generally save to rest, to relax, and to be with the ones we love. But at the same time, how many people are alone today? How many people live Sunday as a sad day? a day when they don't know what to do. It seems that if we have nothing to do, we cannot just be. Could it be that Sunday is an empty day for many of us because consciously or unconsciously, we have displaced the owner of the day? It is as if somebody invites you to a wedding, you go, but you don't even greet the host. Spending a Sunday without having, experiencing, or trying to find the means to get closer to the owner of the day is like missing the opportunity to be a better son or daughter or to be a good guest. Sunday Mass, the Mass that we celebrate today in thousands of places all around the world, is an essential part of Sunday, or at least it should be for those who claim to believe in a God who has made man and who chose, before leaving this world, to stay with us. He chose the communal supper to remain in us as food and nourishment. Appropriately, today's lesson in Glimpses of the Gospel has to do with this subject. However, it would be too simple to think that today's meditation is only limited to the meaning of Mass. There's a little bit of everything in today's Gospel. There's an invitation, a denial, another invitation, a refusal, and lots of other things, including excuses, business negotiations, and distractions. 
Some characters even act violently and mistreat the servants who have come to invite them. How is that possible? The king was inviting the people to a wedding. Is there anything nicer than that? Yesterday, I had the grace of celebrating a wedding ceremony, and of course, the bride and groom had invited me to the celebration, but I couldn't go. It wasn't that I didn't want to go. I really couldn't. But that got me thinking. How willing are the couple to receive the guests and enjoy the moment together? It's part of the feast. It's not a superficial demonstration. After the wedding mass, when I said I wasn't going to the party, I finally understood that the party was part of the feast because of what somebody told me. He said, When I get married, save the date for the party and cancel everything else. I laughed, but now I understand. The fact that the people you love go to the feast is part of the feast itself. Can you imagine the same scene? But in this case, imagine that God is the one inviting us to participate in his son's wedding, Jesus' wedding. He's inviting us together with the whole of humanity, with you and me. Today, Jesus confronts the chief priests and the elders by revealing the blindness in their hearts. They don't fully grasp the gift. The people of Israel were the main guests, and they chose to reject the invitation and stay outside of the celebration. Evidently, they did not know what they were doing, and that is why Jesus would redeem them from the cross. Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. When we don't accept God's invitation, we in fact don't know what we're doing. When we don't accept, God doesn't stay still. He invites the ones who seem not to deserve the invitation. The last will be the first. Do you remember? At the same time, this is a clear warning for us Christians. We cannot go to a banquet or to a feast in just any old way. There are proper ways to attend a feast. Who dares to go to a wedding ceremony dressed in rags? The king invites all. He wants everybody to be saved. He wants everybody to enjoy his love. However, he needs us to be prepared, well-dressed. He needs us to bear the fruits of charity. Otherwise, the same thing that happened to his careless guests can happen to us. We may stay outside and be expelled. There will be wailing and grinding of teeth. May we have a good day, and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.